Hello and welcome to The Neighbor Next Door, a podcast where we invite awesome neighbors to join us on our front porch to share stories and tips for being a good neighbor so that we can learn from them and be inspired by them. I'm your host, Matthew Johnson, and this week I'm joined once again on the front porch by one of our neighboring movement vistas, Christopher. Welcome, Christopher. <laughs> Thanks, Matt. <laughs> it's good to be back. It's always good to be on the front porch. Yeah, so. Indeed, indeed, indeed. So those of you who are regular listeners know that the sound of Christopher's voice can mean only one thing, and that is that we are introducing another neighboring tip. And so... Christopher, what is the tip that you're bringing to us this week? Oh, yeah. Okay. So this week's tip kind of feels like it's been a long time in coming. I was thinking about it. Uh And uh, I feel like the concept's pretty much a neighboring staple. Like, I think when we talk about neighboring, often this is kind of what comes to people's minds first. And I also feel like it's pretty much the bread and butter, if you will, of neighboring (laughs) tips. Like, it's a good one. So, um, yeah, yeah. I also felt like I should just keep talking about this, like, in a really vague way and not saying what the tip is, just really drum up the anticipation. (laughs) Everybody's like, well, what is it? What is it? The bread and butter? The bread and butter, yeah. (laughs) Though, this week's neighboring tip is the infamous da-da-da block party. So we get that on like first glance or when you first hear that, it could be like, whoa, block party, like that sounds overwhelming. That sounds like a lot, Mm. but that's the point of this tip. This should not be overwhelming. This should be a simple thing. I've been told before that there's really only three rules for hosting a block party. Yes. Number one is keep it simple. Oh, that's a good one. Number two is also keep it simple. (laughs) (laughs) And guess what? Number three is again, keep it simple. Keep it simple. This is my kind of block party. Uh, yes, <laughs> yes, I can get down with this. <laughs> yes. So that being said, don't feel like you have to throw an all-out, like, lavish party. Um, we think block parties should just be really simple gatherings that are not necessarily to entertain, but instead just to bring neighbors together and just to create a space to bring people together. And so, mm. so with that, like, I wanted with this tip just to give a few ideas for achieving that kind of simplicity. And so one thing I would I would name first is just keep the invite simple for the party. Like when you're starting mm-hmm. out, um, don't feel like you have to make any sort of fancy invitations. Like if you have your neighbor's phone numbers, you can either just call or text them. Or if you don't, you can just write on a post-it note, block party at my house, this is such and such day, yes. and deliver that to them or put it on their door. So yeah, just keeping it simple right from the start. I think that's a good way to just don't feel like you have to go all in on some crazy template on the computer and make a make a invite. I don't even know how to do that. Card so, stock, yeah. <laughs> uh, run it through a printer. Yeah, right. The whole, yeah. The whole shebang. Don't have so, to do that. Don't do that. Another thing I would recommend is hosting the block party outside when you're getting ready to plan it. Mm-hmm. One of the things that we found, and I think we've maybe mentioned this before, is that it seems like sometimes outdoor gatherings with neighbors are a little more inviting just in terms of it feels more it feels like neighbors can come and go more easily True. instead of coming in and out of your house and and then the other perk with having it outside is you also don't have to clean your house so it's <laughs> yes. always nice <laughs> which contributes to simplicity it contributes it, to simplicity for sure so um and yeah. uh, another, well, uh i want to yeah. throw in here bonus points if you can somehow do your block party in your front yard mm. uh as i mean like sometimes it's like oh i have to do it in my backyard outdoor is best right 
front yard is even better. You get front, you get bonus points if you can do it in front yard. Right. So, yeah. Which kind of calls back to our previous tip on gardening in the front yard. It's kind of that similar it's, idea of like things that you would normally think should just be in the backyard. We're yeah. like, no, move to the front. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. And I think part of the reason for that, just like being outdoors, neighbors can see, like mm. they can kind of peek out and see like, hey, what's going on? Is it like cool? Is everybody, you know, do I need to bring a chair? I don't, it's just, it's less threatening even. For it's sure. Like, oh, I can, I can even see who's there. I'll walk over and check it out. Yes. So, yeah. yeah. Another thing I would say uh, for key, just to help it keep it simple is if you want to have food at your block party, which keep in mind, that's that can be totally optional. You could do it at a time where it's not really expected or people might not even think about it. And so um, but if you do want to have some sort of food, we would also recommend like cooking on a grill. Like that's mm-hmm. just a really great way. Number one, again, you can do that outside. And so you can be in the same space as your neighbors while you're cooking as opposed to coming inside and out. And also, um, then if you grill, you can let your neighbors know that you're going to be planning on grilling at the block party and and say if you want to bring any food to grill or just a side to share, you know, to have with the food that we grill, then that is an opportunity for your neighbors to do that as well. So I always think that's a that's a good idea. Another cool thing uh, is like if you've been experimenting with our neighboring tips for a while, mm-hmm. then there's the probability that you've been building a lot of trust with your neighbors. And I think that you know, might make them more likely to attend your block party and also maybe even help. And so I just think it's cool to like, if you're thinking about planning the block party, don't feel like you have to do it on your own. Mm. If you know neighbors that already host a lot or love to host or are really good at throwing parties, then that's an awesome opportunity to reach out to them and say like, hey, do you want to maybe co-host this block party? Do you want to do something together? Like I'm thinking about doing this. What would you think? And then you don't feel like you have to you know, carry all of that on your own. And it's a great way to collaborate with your neighbors as well. So, mm, yes, for me, and that's what I think of when it comes to block parties, because we we try to do like one block party a year, sometimes two. I mean, just depending on the weather and how busy life is. Mm. But it's just it's such a fun way for people to get together. And we've just been surprised time and again with how many of our neighbors actually end up coming. Uh, Sometimes some of our neighbors, like, they won't even sit down. Like, they'll come, they'll grab a hot dog and some potato salad and then stand and just chat. And then when they're, you know, when they're finished or ready, they'll slip away. But it's just, it's that casual, right? It's just Mm -hmm. so casual. But as we've done it over the years, you also find out, like, certain people get really excited about, like, bringing that, thing right they're like oh yeah i'm gonna bring my well uh fred uh who this season is dedicated yes, to yeah he always made what we would call deviled eggs mm. but he to him it was really funny he called them angel eggs <laughs> and so he would always say <laughs> of, uh, course. Yeah, of course <laughs> so he'd be like well i'll bring my angel eggs and sure enough he you know every time would show up with homemade deviled mm. eggs and you know other people always like oh yeah i'll bring chips and oh hey i've got that table i can bring and so now it, it really is to a point where it is that simple. Like we bring out the grill, we cook up some stuff, but other people bring refreshments, other people bring other food, other, you know, people bring chairs. Like it really is so simple. Mm. And then just to, to be able to stand around and chat and visit and it's just cool. The other thing I would mention is just if there's anybody who has like a yard game, like some sort of. Something to do is always nice, too. It yes. kind of helps break the ice. So 
whether it's uh, cornhole or uh, washers or whatever, things like that kind of help, you know, people feel a little, little more comfortable. Like, what do I do? It's, you know, again, with the awkwardness. But once you get to know each other, then what we usually find is everybody has some catching up to do. Uh, you know, how's your job going? Uh, how's your mom? How's your mom's health? You know, there's those kinds of things. And those are the conversations that I think really matter because then we get to, we're, we're building relationship. We're leaning into that. So, so yeah, so that's been our experience. And, and I, I can't even think of a specific story from block parties because we've been doing them so long. They all just melt together. But <laughs> yes. they're like, it's just, it's just fun. Anything that we should be mindful of, Christopher, when we're experimenting with this tip? Yes, yeah. There are a couple things I would mention. The first of which is, um, obviously, block parties will look different depending on your setting. For instance, if you're living in a dorm or an apartment, it might be a little bit harder to do the traditional, like, out on the street or in a driveway block party because you might not have one. Mm. And that's totally cool. You might have to innovate a little bit. And so, like, maybe if you're in a dorm or in an apartment, like, maybe you can throw one in your hall or, you know, mm-hmm. what are those spaces wherever you live where kind of neighbors are naturally out and about where they kind of can gather mm-hmm. and think about maybe throwing it there. Nice. So... I hope you all heard that, college students. <laughs> yes, I know. you're not off the hook. <laughs> you're not off the hook. In fact, I was just thinking how fun that would be to have like a, like a themed party, but the theme is block party, oh. right? Where like everybody, like what what we pretend to be neighbors instead of like residents in a dorm, right? Right, and like everybody does their like block party thing. Anyway, <laughs> I'm just gonna lob it out there for any creative college students who might want to tell us about the awesome thing that they did. So, <laughs> yes, all right. yes. You yes. better tell us about it if you do it. So. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> um, I would also met or like recommend doing your best to release the outcome in terms of how many neighbors will end up coming to your party. Yeah. It's always one of those things, especially if you're just doing this for the first time, it's like, you're probably not going to know how many neighbors are going to come. Mm-hmm. And, and that's fine. And I, I think these parties should not be about that. Like, it shouldn't be about the number of neighbors that come. Like, and I know it's it's tempting to be concerned about that, but I would say even like, even if only one neighbor comes, like that's still, and victory, that's still something that's super cool. Like that's a conversation yes. that you otherwise would probably not have been able to have. Mm-hmm. And so, so I would definitely say that. It makes me think of um, some friends of mine recently were telling me about a block party that they threw recently. Yeah. And it was the first one they'd thrown in their neighborhood. And um, so I was asking them about it and I was like, how did it go? And yeah. they, they were at first like, well, just, it didn't go very well, blah, blah, blah. And started, they kept talking about it more and they were like, only three people came and blah, blah, all this stuff. And I was like, okay. And But then as we kept talking about it, they were like telling me about all these crazy conversations that they had because of it. And yes. their neighbors were sharing pretty intimate things with them. And like, mm. and so I was like, well, that's, that's awesome. Like, even though only three neighbors came, look at the conversations that you got to have because of that yes. and how much, you know, deeper your relationships are with these neighbors now. So, mm. so I think that's a good thing to be mindful of. Like, even if only a few people come, those are still conversations that you get to have that you otherwise probably wouldn't have. And yes. And yeah, and that's, that's an amazing thing. So (laughs) yeah. 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 That's good. I just, so we we're always looking for these ways to connect with our neighbors and that's really what matters. It doesn't matter if everyone on the block comes or if one person on the block comes, it is just about building those relationships and that's transformative for us as the host and for the neighbors who come so yeah, don't get discouraged. 
sometimes we have to like consciously release those uh, disappointments. Hmm. Like, oh, only three people came. I have to like let that go. That doesn't mean you're a bad person or that people don't like you. Right. You know, (laughs) that kind of voice can get into our head. So we can let that go and then, yeah, just celebrate any connections that you made. If you're new to your block, then as you're thinking about having a block party, it's probably a good idea to ask some of the neighbors if they have block parties. Like one of the things we don't want to do is assume that we're the first person who's ever thought of connecting neighbors. So if you're new to a block, and that can just be a great conversation starter, like, hi, my name's Matt, Uh, I just moved in, and I'd like to get to know the neighbors. I was thinking about having a block party, but I'm just asking around to see, like, do you guys have a block party every year? Or does somebody host it? Like, is there somebody on the block I should connect with? Mm. Because we we don't want to be presumptuous right. about it. So, uh, so if you're new to your block, that's a great question to ask. And hopefully the answer is yes. And then you just partner with that person. You're like, right. awesome, can I help? Because I want to connect. Um, and then the other thought that crossed my mind is why don't we turn October into Blocktoberfest? Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it sounds awesome. <laughs> oh, yes, I'm totally going to do that. Yeah. Yeah, because September is so busy, I don't know that I would be able to host a block party in September. Mm-hmm. But October, October, I've got some time, and the weather in Wichita is gorgeous in October. It's going to be Blocktoberfest. Well, yeah, yeah, I was going to say, in the name, I mean, that's really... Right? (laughs) (laughs) Doesn't matter when I'm free. There's a cool name like that. I'm planning it. You gotta do it. (laughs) Right. (laughs) I'm just thinking, like, even my neighbors would think that's just so ridiculous. And I was like, hey guys, it's Blocktoberfest. All right. Well, Christopher, thanks for bringing this tip. This is great. And I appreciate uh, all the work that you've put into getting this organized. Oh, thank you. Thanks for having me on the front porch. Yeah, yeah. Anytime, anytime. So, all right. Well, thanks for uh, listening to this episode. You have been listening to The Neighbor Next Door. You can find this podcast wherever podcasts are found. Uh, I want to give a thanks to Christopher, who does all of the post-production work for our podcast. And also a word of thanks to Brutal Bear, who provided our music. This is a production of The Neighboring Movement. You can learn more about our work by visiting our website, www.neighboringmovement.org. Please let other folks know about our work because we want to spread the movement near and far. And I think that's it. Well, in the meantime, happy neighboring. Happy neighboring.